Hey there, avid listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Alright, today we're going to be talking about those who pray. Oh, I feel like I have a theme going on this week. Um, so, Those Who Pray is written by Jennifer uh, Moffitt. This is another book about escaping uh, a cult in a way. So the novel follows Emily. She goes to Boston University and I was immediately drawn in by that because I myself went to college in Boston. I went to Emerson and I lived an hour away from school um, in my apartment for my last two years. And I, so I took a subway. I took the, the T, the B line, and it was a great, it was a great ride. I loved it. Hour to myself just to read on the train. You know, no one bothers you. Everyone keeps to themselves. It's great. And of course you have uh, BU. I passed BU and it has three stops. I think it's BU East, BU West, and then BU. Um, which I'm like, why do they need three stops? It's a big campus. So I was already really engaged that this book took place in a setting that was very familiar to me. Um, and it's also relatable in a way. Um, so I was able to connect to Emily on the way. She was very alone. She felt very alone her freshman year of college. Um, she didn't really have a lot of friends. Her roommate um, was a druggie and then almost overdosed and so she ended up having the room to herself and of course all her roommate's friends hated her calling her a snitch like oh you turned her in blah blah blah. So she didn't really have a lot of friends. She was alienated on her floor. So she felt very alone you know she felt very alone and then she meets a boy isn't that always how it is she meets a boy and this boy is you know part of a church so to speak and she's immediately drawn into his lifestyle and his friends because they're all so heartwarming they're all so sweet and welcoming and they're there they're there to give her that love that she hasn't been feeling that sense of family that she feels like she's been lacking um and i think that's kind of scary but it's also very realistic that cults tend to target people like emily and you get to see it like you as the reader you know something's not right with how the people are talking to her, with how they start treating her after they get her to commit to their way of thinking and their religion. You get to see it. It's scary. It's scary that you're seeing this darkness in what's supposed to be a warm setting for her. And for Emily, I mean, that's such a struggle. And I really did think that was such a compelling narrative because you're following her journey. This is different than the other book that I read earlier this week after the fire. Um, But they both have that same um, level of discussion, you know, of cults. You know, what is a cult? You know, 
what is a cult versus religion? And it was just really, I, I thought it was engaging because I liked seeing her journey. I liked seeing her fall. And you get to understand why she's falling into this cult. You get to understand why this cult is so welcoming to her, why she is so, she's struggling so hard to be fit in, to, to, to just fit in with this cult. Um, but she doesn't know it's a cult. She's just like, you know, they're just, they're giving her this sense of love that she feels like she's been lacking. And following her descent into that is very compelling. You know, following her descent into that is interesting. It is compelling. Um, and I did like it. You know, I did ultimately like it. Now, the story itself, I will say it was a bit slow to start with. I wasn't sure once again, you know, if I was going to end up finishing this book. I felt like I liked the style it was written. Don't get me wrong. You know, um, there are journalistic inserts. There are these quick little one-liners on, um, what cults do, their behavior, how they react to get people to be in the cult and how they keep them hooked in, right? They raise you up and then they start bringing you down. You know, it's like, oh, that's a nice skirt. But do you really think you should be wearing that considering how much you weigh? You know, things like that. That's just me paraphrasing a scene in the book. Um, that's not at all how the scene goes. But when you have two people wearing the same outfit, one's already part of the cult and the other one is not part of the cult, then, not fully anyway, you're really subverting these characters' expectations of what it means to be in the cult. And you're really subverting who they are. You're diminishing them so that they have more reliance on you. And I do like that. But again, it was a very slow start. I will admit... I think for the first couple of chapters, um, I wasn't 100% engaged. I was just a tad bored, but I think after chapter two, I think it was chapter three that really got me. And I liked those journalistic, once again, those journalistic instruments were everything to me. Those made the story overall more engaging because these journalistic inserts, they take place after. Emily's story is done and so there is a mystery here someone dies and you're just like what's gonna happen so she's giving you some foresight into what the plot is but you're just like is, is it Emily is Emily gonna die you're wondering you know is it gonna be her friend you know you are wondering and you're confused and you're engaged and that's why I like them because it does keep the story interesting um, there is a death in the novel. It is not Emily's death, just so you know. Spoiler alert, sorry. Um, it is not Emily's death, but the death is in part 
due to her wanting to escape. It's someone who's trying to help her escape the cult when they're trapped in Italy. So they're in Italy, in, in Italy for this for their cult. They're getting school credit for it. Um, somehow they're getting school credit for it. I think I'm not. I'm a little fuzzy on those details. So she's in Italy. They took away her passport. They took away her visa. They took away everything. All her money, everything. And again, they are making her reliant on the cult leader. You know, and it's not just her by herself. She's there with a bunch of other kids. And they're separating them by gender. You know, boys with boys, girls with girls. It's like, no. Sex is bad. You shouldn't mingle with the other sex. You shouldn't mingle with your own sex, you know, sexually. So, there's a lot of diminishing of these characters. And you really do get to see how horrible they are and how deluded they are when they're in Italy. And this is Emily's awakening, and I thought it was a really good scene. She's slowly but surely, she's seeing there is something wrong here. You know, and her mentor in Italy, they're helping her see. It's like, open your eyes. This is not a good place to be. You should escape while you can. And that's what I thought was really interesting. You know, her mentor, she's very spunky. That's the word. She has attitude. She's everything Emily is not, but she's a good influence on Emily in a way. She may be dark. She may be dangerous. She may be a risk taker, but she's helping Emily see the truth that this cult is not a good it's not a good thing and that they need to escape and when the death happens that's when Emily's just like oh god I need to go so she runs she runs as far as she can she tries to get back home and then she does she does get back home and it is terrible and sad and it's just a good journey for Emily to be on and I do like the style of writing I do like the pacing again it is a bit slow to get into it but after you get through those first couple chapters it's just kind of setting up the scene and setting up the atmosphere you know it's lulling the reader into complacency along with Emily once you're past that the story becomes more engaging it becomes more risky it becomes more high tension it becomes more character driven than anything else and that's what I thought was really engaging about the story ultimately so I would have to give those who pray uh four stars you know once again it's a really good book slow beginning but ultimately when you get to the ending you're just like wow this was a good story it was well written those journalistic inserts really do add a lot more depth to the overall story you're seeing a little bit more of the from the outside and that's what I think is really cool uh, if you want to go ahead and purchase the book please purchase from your local bookstore or online book retailer please try to avoid purchasing from Amazon at all possible costs um, you can order from bookshop.org which helps you support a local bookstore in your neighborhood if you're unable to get to it due to COVID-19 uh, you can 
Godon Books A Million, Barnes Noble, Indie Band, Book Depository, Better World Books, you know, any, there are so many online book retailers where you can purchase a book, I uh, highly recommend purchasing it from a bookstore or online book retailer. If money's tight, once again, I know COVID-19, please check out the book from your local library. Libraries are there for you and they definitely deserve all the support you can get. And I hope on that note, you all will continue to support me by liking this podcast and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Anchor, my recording platform, for $1 a month. There is information on the link in the description of this podcast. I hope you all have a great rest of your day. And as always, happy reading. Mm -hmm.